Hello Gorgeous. Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of the Jessica Harlow podcast. I'm your host Jessica Harlow. I started out filming beauty and motivational videos on YouTube from a teeny tiny little bedroom when I was just 19 years old. That was way before it was a cool thing to be on YouTube or even social media in general. It has always been my mission to create content that can help women live happier, healthier, and more glamorous lives. And when I say glamorous, I don't necessarily mean private jets and fancy things, although I'm not opposed to that. Um, It's always been my belief that glamour is more or less a mood and it doesn't have to break the bank. Sometimes just taking a moment to slow down and notice and enjoy life's simple pleasures can be really glamorous and it's really important to take the time to slow down every so often because a lot gets lost if you're just speeding through everything. Before we get into this week's topic, I wanted to thank everyone that has taken the time to not only listen to this podcast, but also share the show with their friends and even leave a rating and a review. It really helps the show to grow and gain more visibility. If you haven't yet left a rating and a review, I would really appreciate if you did. When you leave a rating and a review of this podcast, be sure to screenshot it and email it to hellogorgeous at jessicaharlow.com. Again, that's hellogorgeous at jessicaharlow.com. If you send a screenshot of your review to that email, I will send you a few goodies in return, such as a free PDF that includes many of my hair care tips and secrets to growing the longest, healthiest hair of your life, tips that I haven't necessarily shared anywhere else. I also mention products that I love to use. Nothing is sponsored. It's all stuff that I actually love and use on a regular basis. So if you'd like to receive that, email me a screenshot of your review of this podcast to hellogorgeous at jessicaharlow.com. For 2018, I really wanted to shake things up a bit. As some of you may know, I am working on a super secret VIP sort of mailing list. It's like a physical mailing list that I will be randomly going through throughout the year and sending surprise packages with beauty products and such to some of you guys. So if you are interested in being on that list and potentially receiving something from me, some goodies, totally for free, simply email hellogorgeous at jessicaharlow.com with your physical mailing address. There are a number of perks to being on my mailing list that aren't available to anyone else, and uh, a lot of them will be revealed throughout this year. So Um, If you haven't yet signed up, if you haven't yet submitted your info, you could just do that by emailing hellogorgeous at jessicaharlow.com. It's open internationally as long as you're over the age of 18 and your country accepts mail from the U.S., you are eligible. When you sign up for the mailing list, you will also receive a free printout to help you stay focused on your goals for 2018 and beyond. It's based off of a system that a very successful poker player swears by. When I say successful, I don't mean he's just successful as a poker player, but just in other ventures and such that he's participated in. I talked a little bit about that in a previous podcast episode. I'll link that in the show notes for you guys down below. But as I always say, there's a huge power in writing things down, and it's never too early to start planning the rest of your life. Speaking of exciting things for 2018 that I've got up my sleeve, if you are a content creator, specifically beauty, hair, that sort of thing, and you're looking for a little bit of exposure, please send me an email with some of your best work, links to videos and such. I'm working on something really fun and exciting for February on my YouTube channel where I'll be featuring you guys. It's something that nobody else has done before, and I think you'll really like it. I'm very excited about it. Again, you can email all of that information to hellogorgeous at jessicaharlow.com. I think we're all going to have quite a bit of fun together in 2018. I cannot wait to share more with you later on 
But for now, let's get into this week's episode. So in last week's episode, we discussed journaling and how the power of writing can help really improve all kinds of areas of your life. And I got such a great response from you guys about that episode. So I decided to expand a little bit more on the subject, but this time focus on journaling. But of course, there's going to be a few other tips if you see the title of this episode. So it's not just about journaling, but um, it is kind of a big tip. Um, I've been doing a lot more research on the subject as well as some of the habits of some of the most successful people in the world, um, some of the habits that they make a top priority. And it's believed that if people commit to these practices for a full year, and the key word here is commit. It's not what you do once in a while that makes an impact, but what you do every single day, what you do regularly that makes the biggest impact. So here we go. Let's start with journaling. It's said that only about 1% of the population engages in writing in journals daily, but studies show that those who are often considered geniuses are daily journal writers. They make it a habit to write every single day, whether it's just their thoughts, their feelings, fleshing out ideas, etc. Keeping a daily journal is something geniuses and highly intelligent and effective people have in common. And it's actually posed the question, Do they journal daily because they're geniuses or are they geniuses because they journal daily? Well, according to some research and studies, it's practically guaranteed that the simple act of keeping a daily journal for just a year can significantly raise your IQ. Pretty crazy, huh? And it doesn't even matter what you're writing in there. The content doesn't necessarily matter. In fact, there have been many people who have tried to go through the journals that been kept by geniuses like Albert Einstein, Thomas Edison, and sometimes they weren't even complete thoughts. So it was very difficult for them to kind of make sense of it all and figure out, you know, what exactly was the key to the genius. It kind of just didn't seem like much. And and, and many of them have just had journals, like thousands and thousands and thousands of pages um, throughout their lifetime of, you know, written down ideas, thoughts, and whatnot. And It just doesn't seem like there's any correlation between what the content in the journals is and their genius, but the main thing that they have in common is that they've kept journals and they've committed to writing in them daily. A lot of the times it was total randomness. It wasn't like, you know, in order. It wasn't like they were writing the great American novel or anything by any means. Um, It was quite disorganized, which is actually great news. If you're hearing this and you're like, okay, I'd like to, I'll journal daily, but what the hell am I supposed to write? Um, so again, it's not about writing the, the next great American novel. You don't have to, you know, write your biography and make it seem like the most exciting thing in the world. It's simply about taking the time to write out your thoughts, whether it be plans, goals, ideas, random things, feelings. That's all that's really needed. Um, in my last episode, I gave quite a few questions um, that you can have, like prompts that you can use in a journal it can be really helpful, especially if you're If you're journaling with more of a purpose, I think that's really effective. Um, As I was talking about in my last episode, um, especially if you're journaling with the purpose of maybe fixing a particular area of your life, getting some clarity in something, um, coming up with new ideas and whatnot. But again, it doesn't seem to make a huge difference what the content is. It's more or less about writing daily. So simply taking the time out to write your thoughts, um, whether it be plans, goals, ideas, random things, feelings, that's really what the main focus is. So if you're interested in becoming smarter and more intelligent, commit to writing daily. Really doesn't matter what you write down. If you even just write down random thoughts or ideas throughout the day, 
Um, if you use it to reflect back on the day or talk about certain things, use it as a cathartic kind of practice um, to get out any feelings or emotions that maybe you're harboring or trying to make sense of. Um, simply make it a priority to put a pen to paper daily. And unless you don't care to be smarter than you are right now, uh, but I would argue that it's always a good idea to become smarter. Um, personally, I can't, you know, I can't function without uh, a pen and paper. I mean, I'm always writing something down. It's the only way that I can make sense of anything. I'm, I'm not going to tell you that I make journaling a habit daily, but um, it's something that I started getting into the habit, back into the habit of very recently, and I found it to be really helpful, which was why I made the last episode, but kind of wanted to dig deeper for this episode. Um, but that's basically the journaling aspect, which is something that many, many, many geniuses seem to have in common. But another thing that geniuses and super successful people have in common is they read a lot, like every single day. And they say the average person reads about one or two books a year. Top CEOs, though, they tend to read three or four books on average in a month. So average person, one to two books a year. Top CEOs, they read three to four books a month um, on average. Why? Because they commit themselves to reading every single day, whether it's 10 pages a day or 10 minutes a day, sometimes 30 minutes, really depends on what fits in. Um, but they make it a habit and a priority to read every single day. It doesn't seem to matter what they like to read or not. Honestly, find a subject that fascinates you and read about it every single day. Keep learning every single day. So that's what the difference between highly intelligent people and mostly everybody else is, is that they commit themselves to learning. They're always learning new things. They're always exploring some subject, whether it's a new one or something they've just committed themselves lifelong to. Um, they're always researching, experimenting, testing there's an openness about that. There's like an open energy, I feel. And they say that those who continue on that way as they get older also tend to live longer than those who say they reach a certain age and they just stop reading, stop writing, stop learning and expanding um, their realm of awareness, so to speak. Think about it this way. I'm sure you might know a number of people that say after school was over, you never really saw them so much as pick up a book or a journal, or try to educate themselves in something, or try to learn something new. And I have to say that even if you are in school right now, you shouldn't depend on school to teach you everything you need to know, because they're not going to do that. School teaches people how to think, because essentially they're teaching you to become an ideal employee for someone else that has taken the time to explore the exciting stuff independently. Yeah, I said it. Anyone that thinks otherwise is honestly just brainwashed, in my opinion. Look, there's nothing wrong with being an employee. Not everybody is destined or even most effective as being like number one. Not everybody needs to be a CEO. And I think that's something that, you know, a lot of people think they need to be. Not everybody needs to be the number one at, at anything. There, there have to be, you know, number twos, number threes out there. But it's really important to see just how good you can be. And really, the only way to do that is to see what you can do independently. That's how you establish real value and leverage in the real world. Now, this isn't to say that I'm putting all the habits of geniuses on some kind of a pedestal. Some really highly intelligent people have also been quite crazy. For example, Benjamin Franklin, the guy that's on our $100 bills. 
he would start his day by spending an hour taking an air bath. Oh, what's an air bath, you ask? Well, I'm glad you asked, even though I was going to tell you anyway. An air bath, according to Mr. Ben Franklin, consisted of spending an hour in front of an open window, but naked. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Now, if you see me do something like that, please call the authorities and make sure that I get the best medication science has to offer. Well, no, wait. Actually, you know what? Wait five minutes. See if there's George Clooney or The Rock in the room with me. Only in that case, just let me live my life. Don't ask me any questions. Let me live my best life because clearly that's what I'd be doing. Um, But another thing that I heard about recently that I'm getting into the habit of is when I'm brushing my teeth in the morning, I brush them with my opposite hand. I know that sounds insane, but here's the science behind it. I've been reading up on this lately and there's studies that have concluded that using your opposite hand to perform tasks Look, if you're a brain surgeon, don't try this on the operating table. You know, don't do this when you're cutting up vegetables, preparing a meal. Do this for non-dangerous activities, such as brushing your teeth, brushing your hair, writing sometimes. You know, nothing life or death. Here's what scientists have discovered about doing this sort of thing, using your non-dominant hand to do stuff. It's kind of like you're giving your brain an exercise, which leads to strengthening the neural connections in your brain and creating new ones. So just like how working out your body makes you stronger and grow muscles, using your non-dominant hand, so I'm right-handed naturally, using my left hand, what it does is it encourages your brain to get more creative because it's accessing the part of your brain that's less dominant, lesser used, And it's encouraging it to think a little bit differently, a.k.a. think outside of the box, which really, again, that encourages creativity. Therapists have even used this technique to um, get their patients to kind of bring out their suppressed emotions, feelings, beliefs, memories. So, So, for example, some therapists will ask their patients to write using their left hands because it accesses a part of the brain that maybe they're not using as much and maybe that's where there's Again, suppressed emotions, feelings, beliefs, memories. And honestly, the only way you can really solve any problem is to kind of bring it up to the forefront so you can look at it and analyze it and figure out what to do with it. So those are just some of the things that you can easily put into practice if you're interested in becoming smarter, and I mean a better version of yourself. Of course, there are so many other things such as meditation, healthier diets, exercise, physical activity, but I feel like those are subjects best discussed individually. So those are some of the things I'm really interested in right now. I'm really interested in learning about some of the habits and like little techniques and things that you can learn from really successful people. Um, a book that I would really recommend picking up, and I it's it, it looks like a really large book and it is, but the reason why I find it not to be intimidating is you can kind of open it up to just about any page and sort of learn something. It's not a book that's meant to be, you know, read from like page one down to page, I don't even know, it might be like a thousand pages. It's a huge freaking book. Um And that one is called Tribe of Mentors. It's by Tim Ferriss. I showed you guys on my Instagram stories. I've been kind of reading that before bed every night. And it's just packed with tons of information on how some really, really successful people, some of which you may not have even heard of, actually, it's like they're little brain hacks and life hacks and things. So I find it fascinating. I did mention Tim Ferriss in my last podcast um, about journaling because he did have a really great prompt that you can use. Um, as far as helping you when you're feeling overwhelmed, really stressed out, um, and having a difficult time focusing and how you can use writing to help through that. 
So you can check out last week's episode. I highly recommend it, especially if you're interested in taking on the you know habit of journaling every single day. Um, I think you guys will really benefit from it, which is why I decided to make this episode. But I really wanted to make this episode something that's quick and digestible. I didn't want to make it like totally overwhelming and give you like a hundred different things that successful people do. Instead, I just kind of wanted to narrow it down to some of the simpler things. I think journaling on the daily, that's really simple. I think reading for about 10 minutes or even just 10 pages a day, again, very simple. Um, using your opposite hand, that's an easy technique that I think anybody can do. It doesn't necessarily take up much of your time. I mean, brushing your teeth with your non-dominant hand and doing some things with your non-dominant hand can actually, I mean, does make the process take a little bit longer, but it is something really fun to try out and see if you feel like, you know, you're more creative because of it. Um, there have even been people who have said that when they feel stuck, like writers who feel like they've been stuck, um with what to write about or they've got writer's block or whatnot, they'll actually use this technique sometimes to help help them kind of think outside of the box and, you know, get past some of their limitations. So I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode. I hope that it gave you some things to not only think about, but also things that you feel like you can use and work into your life really easily. Um, this is an experiment that I think I'm going to try. I mean, it would be really weird to follow up with you guys and be like, in a year from now, I'm so much smarter than I was. You know, like, I'm a genius. Now. That would be really weird. But hey, who knows? Um, but it is something that I am getting back into. As I said in my last episode, um, I have noticed that there there's something really powerful about writing. I used to write almost every single day for probably years. And then I stopped for a number of years. Like I wasn't really, I can't say I was writing every single day. Um, but I did notice that doing that can be really, really helpful, which is why I'm sort of, I think that's one of my main focuses for 2018 is I want to get you guys to be writing more. Um, I mean, I even remember being really, really young and remembering that Oprah um, would say that one of the best things you can do is keep a journal and write every single day. So I think there's something definitely to it. I think it's something that's really simple. Again, I would recommend some prompts if you want some, if you want some prompts and ideas for what you can journal about. Um, I will link to last week's episode because there were quite a few that were really great. But you, if you do a little bit of a Google, you'll find quite a bit of stuff that you can probably use um, and find really helpful because you'd be surprised what can come out when you're when you're writing, um, like actually physically writing like pen to paper. Even if you want to write on your laptop or something, it's totally fine. But I do think there is something special about writing on paper. But anyway, I really hope, again, that you enjoyed this episode and found it helpful. Thank you all again for listening, sharing, rating, and reviewing this podcast. It really means the world to me. If there's anything that I mentioned during this episode for you guys to check out, whether it's an email, a link, or whatever, it will be listed for you in the show notes, so be sure to check that out if there's something that you feel like you might have missed. The best place to keep up with me and the content that I put out these days is on Instagram. My username is at Jessica Harlow. I'm very active on there and I spend a lot of time and energy engaging with my audience. Honestly, DMs is one of the best ways to get in contact with me as it feels like we're just texting. It's really, really efficient. I read almost every single message and comment and I go back often to check if there's anything that I might not have responded to, anything that I might have missed. It's my absolute favorite part of what I do. Thank you all so much again for all of your support and I look forward to chatting with you again next Thursday. 